Social Studies listeners, and welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, a podcast where we study being social by being social. Today's episode is brought to you by nursing school because every teacher should have to take at least one nursing course while you're studying to become a teacher. Today, I had to deal with four loose teeth, which is disgusting. It it When the kids' teeth fall out, something inside of my body just is like, and then they look at you and they do weird things. They're like, look what I can do. And it's just hanging out of their lips, mouths closed, tooths on the outside. I'm like, you're like a alligator shark hybrid. Do me a favor. Just keep your teeth in your face. That would be fantastic. Also had a kid shit himself today. That was something that I wasn't prepared for. I wasn't quite sure if he shit himself because in kindergarten, you can shit yourself but you still want to have fun, so you just don't do anything about it. You got pants full of shit, and you're still just going to enjoy the day. The rest of the kids are coming up to me like, I think he shit. They didn't say that. If they could, they would. Like, they came to me, they're like, it smells like poop. But in my mind, they came up to me, and they're like, listen, someone had one too many bean burritos at lunch. There was shit in this room, for sure. So I told the kid, I'm like, can you just go check to see if you had an accident in your underwear he comes back he's like yep had an accident in my underwear full-blown confidence i love it but i'm not i'm not i'm not prepared for these bodily things that happen in kindergarten please send me your pro tips i'm gonna need it we have two awesome guests for you in one podcast cat and that from toronto they're like the coolest moms in the world. They're the moms that you want to be moms of kids in your class. Like the kind that when the kid moves on to the next grade, you're like, you and me are going to the bar right now. That's them. But before they join us on, don't forget, we got tickets for the schools out for summer comedy tour. I'm coming to a city near you and I cannot wait to see you. Get your tickets at mrdtimes3.com. Some of these shows are sold out already. We're trying to add more so stay if you're if your city is sold out stay tuned we're trying to add more shows just keep a close eye coming to tacoma spokane columbus liberty ohio dayton ohio toledo syracuse albany hartford tampa orlando omaha des moines kansas city denver san jose irvine tempe washington dc richmond virginia virginia beach pittsburgh raleigh north carolina charlotte portland oregon you main folk have been asking. It's Portland, Oregon. Grand Rapids, Royal Oak, Kalamazoo. There's many more. There's a few more that we've added already that I cannot tell you about yet. All I'm going to say is the stars at night are big and bright. And that's it. I didn't say anything. I didn't say it. Get your tickets at mrdtimes3.com. P.S. If you're a Patreon member, you get a free VIP upgrade at the live show if you come. Become a Patreon member for five bucks. Support the podcast. That's five bucks, five bucks, five bucks, five bucks. Become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Tons of other perks in there too. Bonus episodes of all the podcast. Get on in there. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. And if you're a Patreon member, stick around until the end where you're gonna get your Patreon shout out. Yeah. Great. 
I feel like my ADHD is now allowing us to move into cat and nat time. Without further ado, welcome to the Social Studies Podcast, Cat and Nat. Like, remember when you said, I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh. <laughs> I don't know what to talk about. How long have you been in a relationship for? Five and a half years. <gasps> Five and a half years. Yeah. So and after two years, they say it gets stale. What gets stale? <laughs> and who? <laughs> and who? What are you telling Sorry, me? I didn't I don't know about this. So basically, when we talk to like a relationship and sex experts and stuff like that, and we're like, you know, people, uh, a lot of people think that it's still going to have that butterfly it's feeling. Actually just women, but just so you know, it's just women. It's not men. So women, two men would never have that problem. No, when you're a woman, your desire is different than a man's. So women, you you have to get a new partner in order to get horny again. Yeah, like wildly horny. Yeah, like where you want to rip their clothes off in a closet, like in an elevator. Two men would never have that problem. Two men never have that. It's just because a man would just lucky fucking you. Yeah, a man would just look at something and be like, oh. My jaw is a gape. Like, I don't. Yeah, no. Oh, well, sorry to tell you. Yeah. I have another controversial question for you. Ask me. Do teachers have favorites? Are you joking me? Absolutely. (laughs) One million percent. And if any teacher tells you they don't, they're lying. Let me hear. Let me hear. What? Say it again. If any teacher tells you that they don't have a favorite, they're lying. And here's my hot take, okay? The full classroom of kids. There is 20 whatever. However many is in your class, right? You take 20 strangers right now and put them in your house, put them in your car. You're not going to like them all. And you're going to have one that you gravitate to. And it happens every single year. Some of them press your buttons. Some of them are going to knock you. Some of them just aren't your person. And that's cool. But the name of the game is they have to, you, you, we are the best actors. Like you should get your teaching certificate and your SAG after card at the same time because you, they all (laughs) think you love them. They all think, they all think that they're my favorite. They're fucking not. (laughs) what makes a kid and this is actually an interesting like this is an interesting question to any what to anybody who wants to be the most charming in the room what makes someone your favorite it's not that like eddie haskell kiss your ass make you pictures all the time thing i love the weird kids I love the kids who just have personality and just like bring that personality out. Like I have a, we do this thing in the class right now where um, I bring up a bunch of emojis and we end the day by them pointing to whatever emoji they feel in their body. And then they can explain to the class why they feel. Talk about speaking to their freaking like, like age and where the, the world that they live in. Thank you. Right. They think in emojis. <laughs> so yes. one of the emojis has a mask on, right? So this one kid, he goes, I'm feeling really happy and silly and sick. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like at the prime of COVID. We are in person. And I'm like, oh, you're feeling sick. Like, uh, uh, I'm going to call I'm going to call Celeste, the nurse, and we're going to send you to the office. And he goes, it's a joke. It's a joke. (laughs) I was like, I love you. Oh, okay. I got to tell you guys this, too. The other ones, too. Like we go to this garden, this old woman's garden in the in the community every week, and she Does lets she them have vegetables. Like, yeah, she flowers? lets them pick and eat certain things. So the other day it was kale. She's like, "Oh, you can eat pick eat the kale." We thought that meant like you would pick a leaf and eat 
the leaf that you picked, that same kid yeah. that I just told you about, straight up beaver styled it, went straight for the stalk <laughs> and was just sitting there, no hands gnawing at this whole stalk of kale. I'm like, you're my favorite. I love you so much. Oh my God, that is so, I guess the other question is like, when the parents have an ish, mm-hmm. do they have an ish with you? Or can you be like, no, it's your kid. Like, are you able to call the parents out or like, I'm sure they ride your ass at private school. Like I'm private sure school's next level. They ride half, you. We have seven kids. Um, less than half are in private and I the rest are in public. And my, we just like, we know we just, if my daughter, for the teachers, the private, if, if my daughter has an issue, I'm like, don't worry. If it's a problem for you, there'll be 15 letters from all the parents. Like I don't Good need to job. do anything. Good I'm like, job. I'm just going to sit down over here and I will watch the other parents have an issue with it. And I'm like, cause I do not have time to care. Well, that's the thing is I'm the, I, I am from Detroit. So try me. When parents come at me like that, usually it's an email. I pick up the yes. fucking phone and I'll call you right now. I'll be like, "Hey, just wanted to talk about this." Half the time they'll eat their words right there. Want to talk, they well, want to. They, do they it want to write. Also, they're going to be a little keyboard warrior and try me. Don't try me. Let's talk about this. You have an issue. I'm going to talk about it with you too because we need to get to the bottom of this. But you treating me like trash is going to get us both nowhere. Oh so let's God. cut it. And do it. And people. And your principal supports your um, your candor. candor. It, so the cadence that I just gave you is not exactly how I say it, but those are the, <laughs> those. That is the words. That is the words. And I will say, like, there's really no need for this type of tone. Like, let's just get to the bottom of what we need to do. And I've had principal. I've worked in like five different schools. And I've had principals who are just so not into it. And they're like, you got to tone it down. I'm like, well, then your staff's going to get nowhere if you let the parents walk all over us. That's exactly. that's that. I bet your teacher moms right now who are listening are just like. Uh, you know, my, my other question is confidence in moms. Like, do you know when that mom walks in? Like, I'm where they stand because, you know, all of our moms, majority of them say they go to bed every night wishing they had done it differently. Like, oh, and I'm really? not, and I am not. They're so hard. What on did themselves. you just say? I said, really? Yeah. They They're really so wishing they would have mommed differently. Yeah. Wow. They really do. Wow. That like, hurts. Night, I would say 80 to 90% go to bed at night and think about all that they did wrong and how they can do better tomorrow. Oh my, that, like that honestly made my heart hurt. Like that made my heart because. From feeding them to helping them with their school to like parenting them to lessons to everything. We're so hard on ourselves for like, like you don't see that in the classroom. You do not see that. Like you don't see the mom coming and being like, never, never. I've never have. I never have. But that really upsets me because like the kids, like that's why I do it. The kids are so great and they wouldn't have made it to me. Like if that mom wasn't putting her absolute best foot forward maybe it's not like friggin kathleen down the street doing some other shit but like you're doing your best you know what i mean oh my god that really uh that that really kind of got me oh i you know i I just i think that when you know you see our kids as a teacher so differently than we do as moms right like you get to see them as people where we have to parent them and you get to experience them so we have to we have to parent them and you get to actually be with them as as a person where you get to see them in their world in their social world you get to see them at their best and we we get them when they fall apart at the end of the day you know i'm saying no he gets well mostly they're the best they show up 
I, I say majority show up as their best because if yeah, they're the worst it. with you, they're probably the worst at home too. I've actually always wondered this. Okay. So uh, my kids are like, basically they like throw up and vomit when I pick them up from school. And they're like, like, they're just like, they take the world out on me. But mm-hmm. the teachers are always like, oh my gosh, they're such lovely kids. Like, does it ever happen that the kids are super shitty at school and lovely at home? Yes. No. Oh, yes. No way. Oh, yes. No way. Oh, yes. Yes. And it's this because is why. This is why. Home, they want to. So I've had a couple, I've had the other thing happen a few times, the exact opposite, where moms will call me off hours and be like, they won't listen to me. They're going to listen to you. Yeah. Can you just tell them to do this one thing? And I'll be like, oh, no problem. I'm sorry, but no problem. But the other totally happens. And it's typically moms who I am going to give the benefit of the doubt and, and believe okay. that they're doing their best, but it's enabling. And like, I have one who is, when we teach over Zoom, right? Yes. I will watch him throw shit at his family. I will watch him through the freaking nastiest glares and looks and breaks yeah. down. Oh, would yeah, yeah, yeah. never do it for me. Would never. Like, he's yeah. the happiest, okay. most charming, outgoing, engaged, responsible. Yeah. It is like the switch. It's boundaries. It sounds like know, but boundaries. It, but, I, but I feel like sometimes maybe they act out at, at school because at home they need to be per. They need to be perfect. The issues where I've had it like at home and perfect is yes. the there's like real trauma that we haven't heard. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's where it gets like real okay. sick. But it's okay, like yeah. that's a thing too. Being a teacher, you're a teacher, you're a nurse, you're a comedian, you're a first responder, sure. you're a yeah. mandated mom, reporter. A dad. Right? Yeah. So you have, yeah, yeah, you're a mom, you're a dad. Like you're so, I've had so many kids in foster care who have like spent Christmas with me and my family just cause yeah. like we had to, you know what I mean? So yeah. the, the scope of what we have around a child is not even close to what a parent has because we don't have like love love for that kid so we can Mm -hmm. identify like really Mm -hmm. important things that a parent might just be like oh this is just my kid and be like well I think we gotta get your kid like tested for something because you know it's true and I appreciate that so much I remember that the moment it happened I was like I feel like something's not right and she said the teacher sat me down and she was like I thought it was just a thing but now I realize it's she needs to be tested. And I was like, I never would have come to this conclusion on my own. And I'm so thankful that you saw my daughter outside of my own eyeballs. Yeah. And now we're going to actually make some like See, headway. It's a team. Okay. It's a team. It's it a really team. is a team. Okay. It's a beautiful team. So uh, you, okay. So how are you going to handle tour and being a teacher because we have been and how's your boyfriend gonna handle tour we're gonna give you i'm gonna give you a little backstory so like kat and i never left our children for a hundred thousand years we were so overprotective of them we did everything for them i mean not in a weird way but just in a way in a weird way we thought no one else could do it then all of a sudden our business started and then we, it's a long story, but we ended up on tour and they're like, you're going to go on tour basically for a week, a month. And we're funny. We're funny. On on tour. Tour. I, I, was, guys, so I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. But we, and were all of so things, funny. And we were like, okay, we're going to go because this is a great opportunity to grow our business that we never even thought we would have and also make money for the family and all of that. So later hosen children, husbands, moms, babysitters, take care of the kids for the first time ever. And now, we have been dying stuck in a 
fucking lockdown in Canada for way too long. And now we have tour dates coming out as of September 22nd, launching in Fargo, North Dakota. Is that where Fargo is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're doing, we have all these cities and we're heading out, we're getting the tour bus and we're doing it all again. But that's part of our job and we're so excited to go and do it. As a kindergarten teacher, how do you navigate tour? Summer. My tour starts four days after school gets out, and my last show is two days before the first day of school. So how many shows in the whole summer are you doing? 24. 24. I'm sorry, 24 cities. I'm doing 24 cities. So how how are you traveling between the cities? So I fly to whatever major hub it is, and then I will drive to about five, and then whatever the biggest hub is next to that last city i'll fly to the next one or home with your boyfriend who do you do it with with your boyfriend no no so he, i have a weird thing about him coming to shows so he yes, doesn't feel laugh that. at me he doesn't laugh at me when i'm on stage like i can get him roaring at home but when i'm on stage he says oh i just know what you're gonna say like i can predict it like i just know and he i'll look i'll see him in the audience he's just like this 1,050 people are peeing themselves and you're just straight faced. I can't. Like That's where I draw my line. I'm like, I can't. So he, if he comes to shows, he has to go all the way in the back, whatever. But when I'm on the road, I tell him, I'm like, baby, I'm working. Who do you travel with you? Are you all alone? No, I have a tour manager who comes with me. Yep. And I'm not, I'm not a cat and nat status. All right. (laughs) Let me tell you what we're doing. I I do clubs and theaters. But the comedy, the clubs got the heartbeat still. You know what I mean? So like as a comedian, like you, you're, yes. you you have. Did you like them? We did. We we had to do it. We had to do. We no. had to do a smaller okay. run. <laughs> no, no, no. It's no. How, that's how it goes. No, like, no, 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 I it actually, felt so because we need the stage. And we, right. have, we have a DJ. It was like. And you have strippers. Was, no. Yes. No. Not you did. We didn't. Wait. We couldn't bring them. No, it was oh, to really the cl- comedy clubs. You couldn't bring. Well, number to the one, club. the stage is like this big, mm-hmm. which is great for one. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then we had a DJ with us, but it was just it's really hard. You can't see them mm-hmm. like you can't feel them. They're like little tables are separated. We find when they're jam packed together, the energy of the group. It's, it's there's like nothing a, like it. There's nothing like packed. Pack mentality just as a kindergarten class. Yep, for sure. And it is, there's definitely a huge difference there too. But like as a comic being like loyal to the clubs and then knowing what it's like to go to a club of 500 seats and and there's four people in the audience and now being able to go to a club and sell out five shows over a weekend, like that is like, like, okay, all right. (laughs) Do you you think that you'd ever like, you know how in like, um, what do they call it? I mean, I know you know them. They're in New York and LA. What's it called? Comedy, the comedy clubs. club. Comedy clubs. Is it but like the name, the what like the, the seller? Okay, yeah. Would you like go and would you die or would you oh, so be the, so the seller, you actually have to be passed. So you have to be like a New York comic living in New York and you have to that's where uh, you come up and then you get passed to the at the cellar. So like that's never going to be my truth. It's very <laughs> that, very that, very that. You know, also as a comedian, you guys have a set and we don't like you guys have a one, two, three, like, you know, your set, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and for us, we never know what we're going to say when we go on stage. Like we don't have it. a script. We don't have a, like nothing. We just go. And I now, think do you guys that, have segments yes, like, and like loose. games or something. 
No, we no games, but we have, we don't, you, there's definitely like, so our team I love you guys. has, uh, like has how it's supposed to go. It and every sideways. time that we come backstage for halftime, they're like, no, you got, cause we're and like, sometimes I'll that. miss something. And like, usually I miss something. I go to something else and that's like, well, actually we have to go back and do that other thing. And I'm like, right. We missed something. Sorry about that. We have to go back and do that other thing. Or she goes, or you meant to say this. And I'm like, yeah, I meant and to then say after that. Halftime, our tour manager and everyone's like, could you guys just like try and stay on because we're trying to follow you and we can't do like the video behind your head. If you're throwing to something else, could you just try? Yeah. We're like, We'll do our best. And I'm a total lush and a lightweight. And that's a, like a heavier drinker of the two of us. So she can drink all afternoon and be a little bit shit can before we go on stage. But I do it, not. By the way, I do not drink all afternoon before guys. See, we start at like two. I, no, in life, I start at two. Okay, four. Not on tour. Four. Four. <laughs> no. Seven? If we go on stage at eight, seven, Yes. With a little cocktailing before that. Okay. I was like, I don't know where I've been my whole life that she starts at seven. Do you drink? Oh, yeah. Heavily. Oh, because you know. Before you go on. Sometimes. I have learned. It's a slippery slope for comedians. I've learned. But I want to say Nat always has the whole run of show and the shit together. She knows exactly what's happening. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I'm just going to go out there. She's like, just go out there, kitty. I'm like, all right, we got this. That's a skill. Because we can't have two of us too controlled. Can I talk? Can I just say something right now? And this yeah. might be, if we go to where he is, he's got to come on with us. Thank you. Where are you? Seattle. So, uh, I don't know. We go to, but you could always jump also, over to Vancouver. Wouldn't that be some like, shit if we were, if I, we yeah. were like we touring and we were like in the you. same city on accident? That'd be amazing. Any city on accident and having you come out like and talk. Just don't go to Lollapalooza this year. <laughs> okay. Save your dates. Don't go to Lollapalooza. I can even like, say if it. we could do a little collab on a stage. I mean, we have a weirdos. Yeah. My neighbors are such fucking weirdos. If Dateline shows up at my door and knocks and goes, do you think your neighbors are weird? I'm going to be like... <laughs> One thousand yeah. percent have a seat on my couch. I'll tell you how fucking weird they oh. are. That's where we're at. Joe, it's getting dark. Yeah. So I, this is what I want to say. I love you. Will you ever teach another grade except kindergarten or does kindergarten have your heart? It's five quick questions. Do you love kindergartens forever? I taught fourth grade for the longest. Then I've taught mm. everything except for first and second. And I always wanted to teach kindergarten. So I taught everything else for the longest time. And then I yeah. came back back and was like it's kindergarten or bust when i got in kindergarten i was like this is my motherfucking place i will never teach anything else why do you love kindergarten uh nothing makes me laugh harder than the random shit that kids say and write it, it, it like fills my soul yes and the yes, fact you're, that you're yeah bucket. yeah 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 i love i love speaking with small children she so loves much it. too would you ever retire from teaching and go full-time bust on comedy. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. Because okay. the, the fact when of the Ellen matter gives is, him a show. well, the, yeah, the fact of the matter is too, is that like, I believe that you can be passionate and love two things. And the one that's going to take you farther is the one that you will follow, but it doesn't mean that you love or care about anything less. So when I do kill it and slay it and comedy and start to really go even bigger than what's happening now, I'm always going to have the teachers back. So I'm always going to support the teachers. I'm always going to give back to the teachers and bring them in the best light that I can. So I won't be losing that part about myself. What's what's next? I'm in the process of what could be next now. 
No, don't say what could be. Like, what you will know be what's next? Next. What will be next? It, it's weird because so there's podcast. a lot of gate, there's gate holders, gatekeepers in front of you that I need to impress in order for my next really big goal to take off. But I think Thank I got you. this. I think I've proven myself. I'm not cocky, but I'm confident. And I know that yes, I have yes. like a message and I the presence to like deliver that message. So I think that my next step is going to happen really, really soon. I'm actually really excited about it. <laughs> Dude, my God. Honestly, I like you so much. I love you guys. So I can't uh, wait to have they, cocktails. Done. I, and then we'll, we'll bring Jake. Imagine Jake and you and us all together having cocktails. I'm one million percent. And then in. also we would love you to do. Have you guys met in real life? No. No. Oh Never. My Been friends God. for years. That, Been friends for years. Never met in real life. Isn't that love crazy? Love you to do a set I can't wait in this. one of our shows on kindergarten kids because like everyone was freaking shy. Peter Pan. Can I tell you fan. one okay, thing that was said first. to me this week? One kindergarten thing that was said to me? What? It is the best when they come up to you and they're like, I'm not supposed to say this, but. Yes. This is what it was. I'm not supposed to say this, but my mom told me I was born in the toilet. I was, I was like, what does this even mean? What does this even mean? What did you say to them? I, I just said, oh, okay, go have a seat. And then later I put it together that I think that's her mom's way of calling her a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> you were born in a toilet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, I'm gonna, I, we were in the kindergarten line and, a, and there's there's a kid that Natalie knows. I'm going to do that this week to my fucking shit. Can I ask you something else? Like, not that it's my business at all. Yeah. Um, but just the fact that you fucking love kids and it doesn't matter if you love kids because a lot of people that love kids are teachers and they would never want children. Do you want children? Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm, ah! I'm destined. I'm destined that to be a dad. hundred percent. We, we, and oh we God, talk, God. we actually, Morgan, my partner and I, we, on our very first date, we both had it on our list to ask each other and we did, but we both admitted later on that if, Either one of us said no, we weren't going to go on another date. <gasps> oh, thank my God, God you said that. yes, because that's very vulnerable to share that information oh, with no. a stranger. Yeah, but yeah, they no. were going to end it if it I've, wasn't. I've they known could, this. But they could have lied, both of them, and be like, no, oh. don't press the other to guess what you want. No, no. I don't know. Yep. No, we were, we are definitely on the kid train. We know exactly how we're going to do it, and we're like ready to rock. Thank you for making this happen. And thank you for having us. Yeah, oh, my so God. Fun. This is fantastic. I'm so glad we got to meet. It's I don't want to say beginning. goodbye, and I would like to have you over on Saturday night for dinner. But um, until then, let's meet in cities and do shows together. I love it. I love it. Thank you guys for having me, too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See ya. Thank you so much to the Patreon members. Truly, this is how we keep the podcast going. Couldn't do it without you. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for becoming Patreon members. And thank you for listening to all the bonus content. I'm glad you're liking the podcast. Huge thanks to Corey Thomas, Ofra Hess, Jacqueline Riley, Lacey, Kay, Jiren, Sally Stroud, Andrea Crone, Naomi Meredith, Katie Christopherafu, I'm sorry if I butchered it, Sarah Miller, Renee Wendler, Megan Murphy, Diana, Megan Arguin, Arguin, Megan Arguin. I hope that's how you say it. Crystal Coteau, Julia Musto, Colleen Sachs, Janelle Everett, Kelsey Hormel, like the chili. I like it, Kelsey. Coming to your house for some chili. Alicia Starlet, stop it, Starrett. Either way, that's a great drag name. Allie Lee, 
Kristen Michelle, Samantha Zapzelka. Zapzelka. I love it. Mackenzie Miller, Robbie Shot. Oh, hey, Robbie. Allison, Megan Youngblood. I reached out to her. Yeah, that's her real name. Youngblood. Uh, I'm obsessed with you. Miss Piggy. They made the name for themselves, not me. Don't cancel me, Gen Z. I'm sorry. Dominic Canora. A. Bacon, Natalie Cochran, K. Mouse, Cheyenne Olson, Donna Malane, Jillian Kaplan, Kaylee Sanchez, Jessica Deagle, Jeanette, Gian? Gian, it's Gian. Pat O'Hara, which is also my cousin's name. I reached out to him. I'm like, are you a Patreon member? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, okay, well, welcome to the other Pat O'Hara in the world. Megan Ratters, Bish. I think it's Beesh. I hope it's Beesh. Priscilla Moranta, Erica Mistral, Natalie Hill, Krista Bradshaw, Eva Lumi, Hannah Detivu. I tried, Hannah. Danielle O'Reilly, Jessica Drake, Abby Stegiltz, and Elizabeth Brown. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for supporting the podcast. You can become a Patreon member too at patreon.com slash and until next time we'll see you next week bye